Hello and welcome to this Christmas episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Hi Maureen, Merry Christmas, how are you? Merry Christmas, I am very good. It's a little bit tired, but Did you just wake up? Um, a little while ago, yeah. I woke up and I must have like mute or snoozed my alarm and then I had a bit of a like... <laughs> What time is it? <laughs> you know what? I woke up and I was like, oh, yeah. and then I was like, oh fuck, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> it feels like, so different now. Like the, it's not the same. Yeah, you would just say that it's not the same ever since I've um become an adult. Yeah, which like it did happen a while ago. It's not the first year I've become an adult. Very shocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, look at the bird on my shoulder. Oh, it's a little Robin Redbreast. <laughs> it is. I have to say, this jumper is the most effective cost per wear item I've ever bought in my whole life. Things like, you I, love. <laughs> I think I bought this about 12 years ago and I've worn it every single Christmas. Stop. But I mean, it is amazing, isn't it? It is. Turn on your lights. I forgot to put on my ears. <sighs> yeah, it's got lights on it. Oh, you can't see now when I have when I'm up close. No, it just looks like you're wearing a very strange. And <laughs> oh, and I got new glasses as well for Christmas. Do you want to see them? Yeah. Wait now. I was going to say close your eyes, but I'll duck. I'll duck this way. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, great. Are you gonna wear those all all year or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I you like... might get a bit distracted on um all our calls. No, I think I'll get used to it. I think I'll I'll be you know, it's it's like when someone starts wearing glasses and you're like, oh my god, so different. And then I think I'll yeah. just that'll just be normal, yeah. Yeah, nice. I think they suit my face, my complexion. Yeah, it does, it brings out the paleness in your cheeks. <laughs> I do look extra pale on these Zoom calls. I think it might be the light. We'll just blame the light, okay? Oh, uh, yeah, it's definitely light. Not the fact you've not seen the sun in, like, six months. <laughs> yeah, no, not that not, not the fact that in Scotland and Ireland, the sun comes out for about half an hour a day at the moment, if you're lucky. We literally have had just constant rain and wind for weeks. And my brother came home yesterday and he was just, we were sitting in mum and dad's kitchen and he was just kind of looking at the window and he was like, it doesn't rain like this in Dublin. And I'm like, thanks, John, because we all need to be mad. We need worse by the fact that our weather here is so bad. And then dad was going on about how um, we there's nothing wrong with the weather here in Ireland. We just don't know how to dress for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, because we're all just going to wear wet gear and stand outside drinking our coffee and having the chats in the rain. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, um, I decided to book a trip to South Africa, so I'm going to see the sun. And you're going to see the penguins, like that's on my jumper. Penguins on the beach. Yeah, you'll have to send pictures. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'll be documenting it all heavily. (laughs) Hashtag influencer. That would would get my story views up, so here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And then you'll be fucked when you come back. (laughs) Now, when I come back, I'll be in London, so I'll be doing fun London stuff. Yeah, well, you'll have to keep up the appearances now after being away in South Africa. Okay. Okay, right. We did a post. So basically, we're here today because we know for some people, Christmas isn't like the most enjoyable time. So we thought we'd give you something to 
enjoy on Christmas Day and hope they have some lols. So we put a post up in Commit 6 to ask for some questions. Now, the first one from Jenna we will cover is about imposter syndrome. But I think we've covered it numerous times on AFM. So if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm actually a coach, you probably should also be listening to the AFM podcast. What do you put into Spotify? What did I name it? AF Mentors Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So just go over to Spotify, AF Mentors Podcast. There's a ton on imposter syndrome. There's a ton on building your confidence as a coach. So I think that will be of most use for you. Okay. Um, then we're going to do some overrated, under underrated. Oh, no, wait. Someone's got a would you rather for you. Where is that? Would you rather have finger length legs or leg length fingers? <laughs> I think I'd have to choose the finger length legs. It'd be impossible to do anything with like really long fingers. Imagine trying to type. Mm. Yeah, but what if you got really good at typing with your toes? Like what? So if you had, would you have 10? legs on your hands no it's only the length yeah oh yeah sorry 10 legs on your hands yeah I mean you'd be able to run very fast wouldn't you no but they'd still be fingers but they'd just be the length of your legs yeah with feet on I don't think so oh right they'd still just be fingers yeah, yeah just that, as long as your leg right but if they were the length of your legs that surely they'd be quite big and strong and you could run on them but where in the where in the question does it say would you have legs on, would you like to have legs on your fingers it's just the length you can just have really long fingers oh okay oh yeah no I don't know I don't think so <laughs> have little legs I don't want either thanks thanks Laura but you can keep those thank you (laughs) um right I've got a few for you go on jelly babies overrated I agree yeah well so the only reason I disagree is because I've not heard anyone talking about jelly babies why do you have to make things so difficult? I'm sorry, but like if it if it's overrated, it's something that people are always like, oh my god, jelly babies. Like, when was the last time you someone offered you a jelly baby? Oh yeah, now I get just <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. I don't get over like I mean I don't like they're not the the sweet I would choose, but but I think for kids they like they're a big kid sweet. Now I think they are quite gross, aren't they? Are old people who have no teeth. <laughs> Yummies. <laughs> oh, you couldn't eat those with no teeth. You couldn't? No. Oh, I'd say you could. I mean, more so than like a fruit pastel. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be... What's the fruit pastel that has no sugar on it and is just quite hard, like, gel? Uh, not gel, like gum i know the one you're on about but i don't know the name of it aren't they like round trees gums or something something they like that yeah, rank. yeah. And you have one two of them and it's just completely molded onto one of your teeth and then you're just like great 
yeah that's it <laughs> that's the end of that. and then I think from like uh they must be the worst sweets for your like teeth health because you you'd have that like literally just solidified sugar stuck onto your tooth as yeah. opposed, like other sweets that you just chew around and then swallow I had a candy cane the other day and like that it literally was like cemented to my tooth yeah right yeah look how straight my teeth are now wow do you still have the bottom ones on no I've got I've got both on yeah oh yeah I can't see Mm. how long have you left you've quite a while yeah just highlighted still still quite a long time yep there is that in the you can't see it there's still a little bit of a gap remember I had to get one taken out I suppose oh, yeah. I didn't really talk about it very much but no <laughs> don't like to make a big deal out of it but no yeah. hardly you don't like to be dramatic no 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 um avocado oh overrated yeah I agree I, everyone is talking about oh my god avocado on toast I'm like it wouldn't That's fill a pinhole it's not filling at all well, it's quite, it, well, it should be, shouldn't it? It's quite high calories for a fruit. Is it a fruit? It's a fruit, yeah. I, I don't think it's filling. And it's one of the strangest textures. Like, there isn't another texture like it. No, but they can be so hit and miss as well with the flavour. I had it the other day. Normally, I don't have it because I'm not that fussed for it. But I had it the other day and it was like had like balsamic dressing on it and a poached egg and I was, that was mm, yeah but then I realized I like balsamic dressing I don't think avocado tastes of anything really it's just like a, a weird texture yeah I know I don't see the hype no yeah okay we've got some agrees for that no no for the avocado okay Emma in a world where we are with so many people at events and gatherings as part of our lives, how do you be confident in that room? If there are a lot of people all together in one place, how do you just be you and do your thing? I struggle with this, even with some of my family. I always feel like I'm not interesting enough. Oh, huh. that's a good question. Um, It's funny that you asked this question because I've actually started reading a book that is related to this. Oh yeah, what's it called? It's um Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. It's all about like belonging. Like that's what the the book is about. It's about like Is this character. a new Br- Brene Brown book? Um I don't think so. I'm mm. not actually sure. My therapist suggested I read it. <laughs> it's meant to be a very good book, but a, a lot of what she talks about is about um when you don't belong, when you try to conform to how you think everybody else expects you to be or wants you to be then you actually move away from accepting yourself or belonging to yourself so the more you try to change yourself to please other people the further away you are from being yourself um and she really talks about like you know you belong when you belong to yourself and not don't try to to fit the mold of of what everybody else thinks you should be or how you should act um, she gave an example of like she doesn't really like to get really dressed up in like formal wear when she's doing speaking events and stuff like that. And she was asked before to wear like business type clothes or was that the word that they used? I'm not sure. But she was like she felt so uncomfortable in her body and she was like, how can I get up there and speak about 
authenticity and courage when I'm standing here or sitting here feeling so uncomfortable in myself because I'm not wearing the clothes I want to wear. And she grabbed her suitcase and ran into the bathroom and changed into like a pair of jeans, a top and clogs. And somebody else that was sitting there was like, you're brave, like for doing that. But she was like, I, I can't, I can't be myself if I'm not allowed to wear what I want to wear. Or somebody else asked her as well to not to swear and not to talk about her faith. And she was like, OK, that's fine. If if you're not allowed to swear, not allowed to talk about my faith or whatever, I'm not the person to do your talk. Get somebody else. She wasn't willing. She wasn't willing to. I think, I guess, especially given what she talks about, like, oh, be yourself. And then you're like being someone else. Yeah. It obviously is like completely inauthentic. Um. Yeah, I think that there's definitely an element of that with the people pleaser thing. And this, I think we, I discussed this with Amelia once where she said something like it was like some observation that some people are such people pleasers, please, blah, 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 people pleasers that like even their partner won't know what they like because they're always like, oh, yeah, I'll do that because I know you like it. And it's like, but, but like we do this every week. Like, do you actually enjoy doing it or not? And I guess same with like, there's so many like social norms that we just accept are meant to be nice things or that are nice things for other people and just like kind of push them on other people like I don't know for me like fucking hate getting my hair done like I hate that kind of stuff or someone's like why don't you just like go for a spa day or like get your hair you know do something nice for you I'm like those drain my energy like that is not nice for me and it might be for other people and that's totally fine but I guess it, it part of it's like getting to know yourself and realizing that you might not like everything that is like a social norm to enjoy. And then I think in regards to big gatherings and like, I get this, especially because there's like quite a lot of big characters in my, in one side of my family, at least. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think what would your advice be like what for like I guess is this question more about like at Christmas big groups of people how to actually be yourself yeah well I said uh she said here what is what have you said um not interesting enough like but that's your perception of yourself like mm. there has to be a level of of acceptance that if you you can accept that you are who you are at these gatherings and if somebody doesn't like that, well, that's not your problem. That's theirs. Also, there's so much research around this that when people think that someone else is like a good conversationalist or is really interesting or they really enjoyed being around someone, the evidence shows that it's because they listened more. They basically allowed you to talk about yourself. So if you want to be, there's a book called How to what's is really famous it's like how to get people to like you uh how to win friends and influence people something like that and essentially some of the the lessons in it is is like be a good listener one of them's like remember people's names remember little things about them but if if your sole purpose like if I was going into a room full of people and I was like I want I want to spark quote unquote good conversation with someone ask about them that, and they'll think, oh, it's like such an interesting person, such great conversation. All you've done is re- like push it back onto them. But there's so much research in this. And and like they tested people after and were like, um, you know, rate this person's conversation out of 10. It's like the more questions that you ask about somebody else, 
the more interesting someone finds you, right? Because actually people just want to fucking talk about themselves. So even knowing that is quite not like eases like going into those kind of rooms. Like if you just can go up to someone and, and even, it, you know, if you're really nervous about these things, like have a couple of questions beforehand that you're going to use. And you might even find that there are a few questions that generally just open people up a little bit. And then once you figure out, and I'm sure you found this as well, Maureen, with like either coaching calls or like mentoring calls. Once you get someone talking about what they're actually passionate about, you kind of see them light up and want to talk more about it. And I think like that's quite a cool thing to be able to do for someone. But yeah, I would I would flip it back on somebody else. Like if you think you're not interesting enough, which I'm sure that you absolutely are, but just talk about them. Most people just want to talk about them. And once you realize that about like kind of human behavior, kind of takes the pressure off you being like, oh, what what interesting thing could I try and like wangle into this conversation that I've done before? Just ask them more about themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. Oh, Sam, I know this is controversial, but here goes. Running, overrated. I don't get it. I've never gotten any pleasure of it. No runner's high. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Achoo. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, It didn't ever get easier the more I did it and the longer I was able to run. I just was able to endure it for longer. My face goes purple within five minutes and stays that way for at least 20 minutes after I've finished. The only positive I can see is that it's a quicker way to get from A to B. I'd much rather a brisk walk. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of running. <laughs> mm. No, I'm not a fan. I know some people love it. They're like, oh my God, I can't wait to go out for a run or I need to go out for a run. And I know it's everyone's people like different things, but it's just not something that I massively enjoy. I, I think I just get bored or I'm kind of like, okay, I've done enough of this now. And oh God, I have to run all the way home. <laughs> like, do you know? Yeah, just not really a fan. I've never really got into running. I think it's because I had quite bad asthma as a child. I remember doing um the race for life, right? So it's like five five K the race for life. Were you not did you not do running like as a thing? Yeah, no, but that was sprinting. Different. All right, okay. Only ever ran four hundred meters. Never okay. fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I remember doing that. And, and like, I wasn't at an age that you should cry while you're running, but I, I, I cried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It really didn't, didn't enjoy the whole running. I think, yeah. I think I'm using asthma as an excuse now, because like it was childhood asthma, which I've since grown out of. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. I have sports induced asthma. And I suppose that's probably why like people find don't enjoy things that they find tired. Like I find running hard and I'm like, okay, well, I don't enjoy this because I don't like being out of breath. Yeah, but then you do football, right? Yeah. So your well, endurance like... must be very good. I know it's like stop, stop. And, and I guess that's another thing. It's like, you don't think about, you probably run loads, but you don't really think about that you're running. Like, cause I'm sort of the same when you're like, oh, then I've got to think about how far I've got to go back. Like, I'm always thinking, oh God, like, you know, how much further do we have? Like how yeah. long? taken like I don't think I can get like in the zone but I know a lot of people like get in the zone they're just like in a bit of a flow with it yeah like at football I think it's because the distraction of running after the ball but when if we're meant to do like just boring monotonous runs around in a square I'm like no I want to go home 
Mm. Yeah. So this is why even for 400 meters, I much prefer doing 400 meter hurdles than 400 meters. Because with the 400 meters, I'd be like, oh my God, my legs are already tired and I'm at 200 meters. Like this isn't going to go well. Like there's still, you know, whereas with the hurdles, there's a hurdle I'd be like, I think it's like 40 meters or 50 meters. I can't remember. But you're always just like, oh, I can get to that one. And I just get to the next one. And you're always kind of focused on the next hurdle. And then before you know it, you're like, okay, well. Basically. I just have a vision of you whacking your shin off a hurdle and face back to the floor. I mean, that did happen a few times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, I was quite good. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Have you any video footage to like prove that? Yeah. Oh, send it on. Yeah. Well, I mean, my parents do. Yeah, I remember one year, um, it was like the only time my brother came to watch me run and it was the Scottish Championships. And like, I mean, this is going to sound like um, like it's really good, but they're really, Scotland wasn't that um, successful. Like there wasn't a lot of competition, right? But I won it by an absolute mile. But my brother was like, oh, you can hear him in the video being like, oh, do, like, do you think she'll be okay? Like, what? and uh, my mom was like, yeah, why? And he was like, well, she didn't do very well did anyway he was watching this girl that came last thinking it was me <laughs> the whole ah. way he was like she won and he was like oh I thought I thought I was like, yeah funny he was like oh wait so you didn't even see and then my dad that I remember I was at uni and my dad had like so sweet but he'd like gone to fill up my car with petrol missed the race stop it <laughs> I know so funny I mean they are quite long boring days at athletics competitions and everything always like ends up running late or whatever so yeah okay. here's no something that I actually think I probably should read before I go over for Christmas dinner which is um five tips on talking politics without falling out with your family first one don't assume you're right two Treat controversy and each other with respect. Own your intentions. Challenge and be challenged. Do not insult or threaten each other. Hmm. Okay, I'll uh, I'll be sure to do that. Um. Okay. Oh wow, this one's quite long. Um. It's also, shall I read it out? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. It sounds um, a little bit personal. Let's, um... okay, right. Well, here's the question at the end. I was just about oh. to say, yeah. I suppose my question is, is your Christmas spent people-pleasing or how you truly want? Um, I suppose I'd... I don't know. It, for me, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, this is just what we've always done. We do the same thing every year. But as the years go on. I think the fuss, we're like dying down the fuss. We're like, we don't need to make such a fuss anymore. We're not really bothered. <laughs> we would prefer if it was well, like kids in the family again. Say that again. Until there's like kids in the family. Yeah, it's. Mm. I, I do think to an extent there probably is a bit of people pleasing 
maybe not so much now, but that's because we're kind of like, yeah, not bothered. Yeah. And I suppose when you're around family, sometimes like you can't choose your family and maybe a small bit <laughs> of people pleasing. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. we like, say, for example, we were at this is something that really annoys me is when you're at a family gathering and definitely in Ireland, it's probably everywhere. But the Irish culture is like they just push food at you. It's like you have to eat this. Come on, come on, come on. I bought all this food for you. And you nearly made feel guilty for not having it. And that's something that really annoys me. We were having a discussion about this on the way home last night because we were at my auntie's house. And it's just the Irish way. Like it's seen as a nice thing to do. But it's like you say no 45 times and like that's still not enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's my dad's very much like that. And it does come from a like a good place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, there can be a huge amount of pressure at Christmas, but sometimes I think if you take a step back and actually maybe have it, especially if you, you're getting like, well, I don't know, actually at any point of just, I don't want this amount of pressure. I think especially for mums on Christmas, it's, it often tends to be, now not always, but it's like, you know, they're meant to host make the dinner, make sure everything's on time, make sure everyone's happy and got presents and then also look after their parents and also look up, you know, like there's a, there can be a lot of pressure around that time of year. I think, yeah, I guess have an open discussion about what you actually want Christmas to be for you and what that looks like. Like my family don't do a massive Christmas. And, and I think with kids as well, I think sometimes like, oh, you know, we've got to do all this for kids. I remember one year we were down in Plymouth for some reason, I think maybe seeing my dad's side of the family and like, we didn't have a Christmas tree. So like the night before Christmas, and I remember this was like one of the best Christmases, like the night before we like went to Sainsbury's just before it shut. And there was like one little like stumpy little (laughs) crap tree. We didn't have any decorations. So we just like made them out of little pieces of paper that we found at my uncle's house. And like, the kids don't I think the kids my point is the kids don't really care as long as they're involved right you don't even spend like hundreds and hundreds of or like some people like thousands of pounds like people put themselves you know and often it's the people that maybe can't afford to spend that much money that feel the pressure to spend that much money on you know all this stuff that like ends up just getting thrown away and it's just a bit of tat and like actually I just remember that being a great Christmas probably cost my parents like I I actually think we got like Christmas tree for free because they were like we're literally throwing that stuff away <laughs> like I think it was just like the top of a, a tree or it might have even been one year I think we just got branches from a tree <laughs> in fact there's a picture one year this was more recent because we just thought it was funny but a few years ago this massive tree fell down outside like on our street and so my dad just went along with it <laughs> What a sword. Just on Christmas Day, went along with the sword, like took one of the branches. He was like, we'll just have this just the Christmas <laughs> Yeah. But I think you'll remember that stuff more. It's a bit and it should be like about being present, not the presence, and like making memories and having a good time, not all of the pressure that comes around it. And it is probably easier when you've got like more like when everyone's an adult, like everyone's an adult in my family. Although Next year we'll have a baby. Ooh. And then, then it'll change. Yeah. 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 
so pregnant that... with a snowman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that there probably should be more actual discussions around that. Like, look, if you're not enjoying how your Christmas is, change it. Same with anything in life. It's like, okay, cool. If you don't, I actually spent some time this morning creating something that I'm going to put in the commit to sixth group, but it's basically how I like to review my year. And I've set it up slightly differently and added in a few questions, but it really comes down to like intention in how you're living. And if there is something, and this might be a good time to review, like, okay, well, what didn't I enjoy this year? I didn't enjoy all the pressure I put on myself at Christmas. It actually made it completely unenjoyable. Okay, what are you going to change next year? So it's not just, you know, reliving essentially the same mistakes again and again and again. And I'm willing to bet like your family or your partner, if he, you know, like my cleaner was saying, that means she's like, anyway, my amazing cleaner was saying that she was like, I, I normally host Christmas. She's like, I cannot be bothered. We're all going out for Christmas lunch. And then that's it. And no, no mess, no tidying up. No, like, she's like, I've got loads of grandkids. Like, I, I don't want them all running around my house. Like, there's not enough room, blah, blah, blah. She's like, we're all going out and have a great time. And then I'm going home. I was like, great. That's how you want your Christmas to be. And it's like, don't wait until you're, you know, however old to decide that, now you're going to say this is how you want your Christmas to be like if you're like I don't want all that pressure let's do something else cool commit now to being like next year if you haven't enjoyed this year make sure it's different yeah mm-hmm. agree and then actually that review is going to go over a lot more stuff of like basically things that you haven't enjoyed this year and how are, how are you going to make it different next year how are you going to learn from those mistakes I actually just started reading a book called obviously listening to a bit called the right kind of wrong and it's essentially about learning from your mistakes oh. or learning from your failures have you finished the other one or are you reading two at the same time which other one expert secrets yes you're a very mm. fast reader listener yeah yeah but yeah 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 I've got a few more that I'm gonna get through I think um yeah but this one's it's quite good like it starts with she was like I started my PhD on um trying to correlate the amount of I think mistakes that doctors were making with the amount of poor outcomes and she was like and then we found the complete opposite correlation that actually the more mistakes that doctors were making the better the outcomes long term because they were learning from those mistakes and yeah then how like that kind of like built this view of learning from your mistakes Mm. Mm, interesting but I think that's the key like a lot of people are like yeah okay get the whole idea that you know failure is not a bad thing and it's part of life and embrace failure blah 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 but until there's no good like saying that and then not actually reflecting on what went wrong you know And, and it's painful to do that like it's not nice. like even if you think smaller time with a lot of what our clients struggle with might be like overeating in the evening it, often you're like right okay well that happened I mean just get on it tomorrow and maybe even the mindset is like I'll go to the gym for a full hour I'll do some cardio like I'll I'll eat less tomorrow and I'll like try and like make up for what happened and then and that inevitably just ends in this like over restriction over indulgence cycle but if instead you're like huh okay this is gonna be a bit painful but why did that happen what did I do wrong? How can I learn from it so it doesn't happen again? Well, how was I feeling? You know, what 
what did I, did I set myself up for failure by not having anything that was actually, you know, in line with my goals in the house and only being able to, well, able to, but, or, you know, being tempted to order in a pizza instead. Is that why that happened? Blah, 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 blah. Or did I not eat lunch and then got over hungry and then made poor food decisions? But yeah, it always comes back. I mean, that's a short term thing, but more broadly, like look at your year. Okay. You probably made a load of mistakes. Everybody did. You probably reacted in ways you didn't want to react. You probably, I don't know, had arguments that you didn't want to have. You probably made wrong decisions. Okay. How do you learn from them so that they're less likely to happen again? And they will, like they'll still happen again. You'll, you'll just make different mistakes and better mistakes and learn from those as well. But most people miss out that part because it's uncomfortable of what, what could have I actually have done better in that situation. But that's the most important part. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Right. You want, do you want some more overrated? Yeah. Period pants. I've actually never tried them, but I know myself it'll be a no. Mm. I've tried them. Um, I have to say, I like them with a tampon. Which I know seems like it defeats the point. Yeah. Or just wearing a pack like, yeah, well, no, yeah, I, I I, think they're good for, like, leak. But I, there's absolutely no way I just, just wear them. It's like wearing a massive nappy. Yeah, no, it's a no from me. Yeah. I quite like wearing them at night. Yeah. Anyway, Sam says they're amazing. I imagine there are better ones than worse ones. But it is, I think it's a bit, look, makes you feel a bit gross, like if you were just sitting there. Yeah. Because it'd be the same as wearing like a pat and they're rank. Yeah, but like a, like a big pat. Yeah, no. It, I mean, it is the same as a pad, but it's a little bit more like environmentally friendly, I guess. Because you're not just throwing it away. Yeah, no, just the whole idea of it now is just, no. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Overrated prawn cocktail with soggy like lettuce and dressing. Agree. Cocktail freaks me out. Nah, I'm not about it. I like prawn cocktail. But I wouldn't like it now if it was all soggy and rank. Like it has to be made fresh. Yeah. Okay. Underrated pea and ham soup. 100% agree. Never had it. It's very good. I mean, any, anyone, anything with peas in, I'm I'm there for it. Underrated. Peas, underrated. <laughs> anything with peas. Oh, do you know what's lovely about the peas is when you just eat them frozen straight out of the packet. Do you ever do that? No, but what I do do is I'll have, in fact, this is a previous pea bowl. Sometimes I'll just have a bowl of peas. But I'm lazy, so I'll just... Um, pour hot water on them, boiling water on them and then then so they are still maybe a little bit al dente next time take a few just straight from the packet frozen okay i'll try it <clears throat> okay overrated are you ready for this yeah taylor swift <laughs> whoever wrote this getting blocked she says i'm i'm bracing myself for the hate mail yeah. I won't read her name out. Okay. Protect her from 
Oh God, there's five, there's four replies. Um, oh wait, no. <gasps> Someone said I'm totally with you on the Taylor Swift thing. Stop it. But they must just like, no. Okay. I want to be objective about this. <laughs> okay, kinda. So in terms of her music, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. But as a person, like she is a workhorse. She's an absolute Trojan of a businesswoman. She gives back millions to people in need. And she's like a massive advocate for like women, women's rights, women's empowerment, um, pro-choice, LGBTQ plus community. Like, I think she's a... We're getting all those, <coughs> all those letters in there. Well done. Yeah, and the plus. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, think... Just in case you missed any. <laughs> what is what is the way people say it? Like a legit. What's the, the, the little Oh saying? my god! One time, this is probably my favorite moment from the podcast ever. And there's been what like almost seven hundred episodes. One time we were discussing something, and you could tell that Andy was getting a little bit flustered because he was like, "I want to make sure I say this right." And then he said something like, "Oh yeah, like the GB community or something." Was like a genie. <laughs> oh so funny um but yeah i would recommend anyone to watch um miss americana on netflix and i i'll be surprised if it doesn't change your perception on taylor swift have you watched the paris hilton documentary i did you told me to watch it and i thought it was very good yeah I sort of thought similar about her um so the only reason that i might slightly agree that she's overrated is just because she's so highly rated now I don't know if she's technically like I I think I rate her but I think that's the like I wouldn't be like oh overrated like not at all I think is that is the is the the rating solely based on the music I wonder I don't know she's not here to back herself yeah Sorry now, whoever it is, you know. But I do agree because I think most like celebrities, shockingly, that you've put like these people on a pedestal and you're like, they really don't really deserve to be there. But it actually seems like them and there must be, you know, a lot of pressure on people, like so, so much in the public eye. And when you're making that much money as well, and if she's doing good things with it, great. Yeah. And using that like platform and voice for, I mean, in my opinion, spreading relatively good messages then good yeah I think she's like meant to be like keeping the U.S. economy like alive in terms of yeah and every town that she goes to like boosts the economy I'm like yeah yeah crazy Uh, it's actually unbelievable isn't it it is mad yeah yeah so I'm I disagree with that statement yeah yeah no I think I do as well okay next one takeaways overrated yeah 100% I think that the idea of having a takeaway can be nice but then the food is always a letdown I don't even like the idea of it like Mm. I I really like like if I'm especially when it's like the same price as going out I'd much rather go out to a restaurant sit you normally have better conversation there's like the process of getting there like yeah I just think all of it's better I'm all like if if I'm like do you want to sit in and have or like even just go to somewhere that I don't know pretty standard like even now Na- I'd rather go to Nando's 
you know it doesn't have to be anywhere like fancy or anything but like yeah no the way I'd look at a takeaway is kind of a last minute thing well maybe not last minute but it's kind of like oh I can't be arsed cooking I'll get a takeaway and I would kind of see that separate as going out for for dinner I suppose I wouldn't compare the two Hmm. okay well in my head it's the comparison I think I can always be bothered to make a stir fry it's very easy Mm. no sometimes I'm like I cannot be bothered cooking right now what even with your ninja yeah sometimes I'm just like no and then computer says no it's not (laughs) happening (laughs) um okay overrated spa days with afternoon tea Mm. yeah I would say probably overrated yeah I agree flash cars I do like my car yeah okay overrated mm. I mean I obviously agree but I also think I agree and disagree I think if you get a lot of joy from your car great I'm I'm a big fan of like spend on what you really like like go but if, if you're like cars are my thing like go big on a car but if you're like, I'm not fast, then don't do it to impress other people. Yeah. I do like my car. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good. Brings you joy. It does. Oh, you won't like this. Underrated. Oh, no, wait. You will like this. Sorry. Underrated salad cream. Oh, yes. I do love salad cream. Salad cream and a banana. Guys. <laughs> it's um, not. You haven't even tried it. This is weird tepid water to drink do you know what i absolutely love this person i'm still not going to name them in case of the hate me- hate mail tepid, tepid, water. tepid water what's tepid just like warm lukewarm yeah no it's a no for me hmm. i mean i didn't think i agree but i just quite like the <laughs> it's like oh do you want a glass of water yes could i have a <laughs> Oh, tepid. Tepid. just put it slightly to the warm side of the tap yes thank you um it's some bovine milk <laughs> oh yeah watered down bovine mm. and tepid please uh all right picolettes i don't know what they are so i think they're like really thin crumpets hmm Crumpets aren't really a, a thing that I eat ever. Yeah. more of a British thing. Yeah, Annie's just said here, what's a picolette? I'm from Northern Ireland. Please post a recipe or DM me. I love baking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say I've had one, to be honest. And what I don't like about crumpets is they take a long time to toast. And when they're still a bit raw, it's not great. And I'm very impatient. So, like, what are what are crumpets? What are they made from? Um, do you know what? Chloe and I had a discussion about this the other day, and then we found this, like, review of, like, all the crumpet, like, where you get the best crumpet from, and apparently it was Aldi. But anyway, they're kind of just, like, holy bread. Holy? They, <laughs> yeah, like, there's quite... Well, it's not bread, though. Are you Butter, unsweetened batter. What? A crumpet is a small griddle bread made from an unsweetened batter of water or milk, flour and yeast. Are they similar to like a pancake? Um, 
less tasty than a pancake but yeah kind of similar vibe yeah I would say a picolette looks a little bit like a, a pancake oh hmm okay. um, Claire Tracy overrated ketchup um maybe mm, that's a tough one Claire I like it. Yeah. I wouldn't be... Yeah, I don't know. I do like it, but I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I need to have ketchup. I love some of these because I've not really thought about them. Right. Okay, so <clears throat> overrated Christmas. Sorry, but I probably agree. Um, going to the hairdressers, hard agree. Vegan cheese, gross, so agree. Underrated, a light cordless vacuum. Oh, to be specific. Oh, do you know what the cordless vacuum cleaner yeah underrated like so good i've heard the dyson ones are overrated though they're not as good as people make out oh what's that vax oh. i don't know but anyway it's quite uh, i love it um i don't know what this is fraggle rock never heard of it fraggle rock is it a food? Oh. It's a like a puppet show. To a children's musical fantasy comedy puppet television series. Never heard of it. Yeah, can't say. Okay, so I maybe it is underrated. I don't know. Um fresh bed sheets, 100 percent Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um now, we do have a very opinionated person here. Overrated tacos. They're just expensive for, for, all, for nothing all that special. One, I don't think they're over the expense. Like, would you be like, oh, oh, big spender on the tacos. Do you think they're expensive? No, I love a taco. I love a taco. Have to say, not a hard shell, though like a soft you know like they're meant to be oh yeah i know the core the hard ones are the corn ones yeah oh no i really like the corn taco the soft corn tacos oh mm. yeah okay yeah yeah mm. no i do like a taco yeah no um, i think they're actually underrated if anything mm. yeah underrated saurine malt loaf i don't know what that is oh you don't know what a saurine loaf is no it's it's kind of like a fruit loaf thing. We used to eat a lot of it at rowing, like an obscene amount. It's definitely like a rower's thing. It's because it's just like 100% carbs. Yeah. Is there like raisins and stuff in it? Yeah, a lot of... um, It's kind of linked to endurance sport, I think. A lot of people are like, oh, just have a saurine loaf. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, underrated, toasting a bit of saurine yeah with butter mm -hmm. yeah very good also underrated just toast and butter oh yeah insane very good yeah okay I almost don't want to say this because I agree but then I also think it might offend some people Ooh, spicy let's go overrated Disney World 
Um, she says, I just don't get it. Even when I was a child, I just wanted to leave and go to the beach. 100% with you. No, I probably wouldn't agree. I'm a big Disney fan. But then again, Disney World and Disneyland are meant to be completely different. Oh, Disneyland yeah. She's not specifying Disney as a whole. And I'm not going to lie. Oh, I don't know if I say this because I know people feel so passionately about it, but Disney as an adult, I find it a little bit strange. Why? That my best mate got, got engaged at Disneyland, right? So hopefully she never listens to the podcast. But like, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit weird. Do you not have any imagination? But but, what, like an imagination for cartoon? Like, no, no. But then I've never been brought up around it. We never went to Disneyland. We never did any of that stuff. I think like... That would be hell on earth for my parents. Really? Yeah. yeah we were a big, we were big Disney house. Uh, yeah, both me and my brother, big fans. Now, I've been to Disneyland in Paris, and I think that's overrated. But I would love to go to Disney World in Florida. How many is there? Just two. Land and world. Yeah, I think so. Did you know that there's Disney cruises that you can go on? I yes. Now I probably that will be a bit too much. Like you know, just being on a a boat and Mickey Mouse running around all the time. Yeah, that'd be a bit too much. Okay. Underrated gherkins. Absolutely not septic. Oh, I agree. I am. No. Me and Anna, kindred spirits. No, no, they're sick. We'll be sitting on a beach eating gherkins while you go off on your Disney cruise. <laughs> no. With picklets. Um, a lot of people saying overrated Christmas. Expectations are high because it's how we're brought up. I went to a pagan celebration in the woods last night. <laughs> It was amazing and reminded me that winter, how do you say that word? Solists? Solists? Solstice. Yeah, that's it. It's about reflection and setting out a new path for a new year. Underrated kindness. Underrated. Yeah, Christmas is overrated. But then as a child, like I loved it. Yeah, mm. it was very sad the day. Someone that... else saying overrated period pants. Underrated air fryers. Oh, 100%. Underrated capers. No. I'm confused as to what a caper is. Someone's saying, have you put capers in the air fryer? Right, okay. What is... What is a caper? Yeah, because I always thought, is it a bit fishy? It's a small pickled flower bud. Yeah, no, I'm I'm up for it. No, not for me. Okay. Um. Okay. Anything else? Let's um finish on just three. Underrated pomegranate seeds. No, don't like them. 
No, don't like me though, get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. Overrated Harry Styles. No, don't agree. You think he's underrated? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, he's, you know. He's, he's aptly rated. Precisely, yeah. I like Harry Styles. Underrated mint match sticks. Oh, they are nice. And the orange ones are nice too. I pro- yeah. Also overrated, Bailey's and eggnog. I've never had eggnog. I don't mm. actually really know what it is. Um, I remember asking my now ex-husband, what was the point in the week between Christmas and New Year as I was bored? And he said, that's the time to visit relatives. Next year, I went to work in this in-between time as I was working as an art therapist in a prison at the time. Luckily, my new husband doesn't believe in that form of torture. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Okay, well, I hope that we've entertained you somewhat on Christmas Day. We'll be back with the usual health and fitness advice as of next week. I have a very exciting review for everyone to do, which will help you review your year, learn from your mistakes, set some goals going forward get some re-intention, set some intentions. Um, We also have our call on the 27th to get everyone. I think it's the 28th, no? It's the 28th. I said that last time, didn't I? Yeah. We have our accelerator call on the 27th at AFM. We do. That's fine. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Crimble. Bye.